Hey everyone, you're listening to the Sales with Kales podcast, the podcast where I teach you actionable and easy to implement sales tactics and techniques so you can walk away from each episode with a new insight that you can apply straight away to your sales process and sell more, more confidently. Let's get right into it. This is Sales with Kales. Welcome back, everybody, to the sixth episode of Sales with Kales. I actually just finished installing my adjustable table, and I've got everything set up on it. It took me a while. Very worth it, though, because I'm recording this podcast standing. And before we jump into the real topic of what we're going to discuss today, and I'm going to leave you with some good tips on that, what I do want to talk about is, because it's relatable to what I'm doing right now, is the idea of standing when you convey a message versus sitting. I think it was Tony Robbins who say who said um, emotion comes from motion, something along those lines, and it's very very true. And this is a quick tip for any of you who have to do a lot of calling, follow up. Everyone's in who's in sales has to do a lot of follow up calls. So if this is you, what I'd suggest is instead of doing them sitting down, stand up. You're going to be more energized. You're going to radiate more you know, more energy in your voice, you're going to feel better, you're going to feel more confident. And that's going to be um, apparent to whoever you're speaking to It's going to translate in that manner. If you're feeling confident, that's going to translate outwards and your prospect will feel it. So try this next time whenever you're making sales calls or prospect calls, stand up when you do it, no one's watching you. And for me, I'm recording this standing up, maybe I sound a little different. Maybe I don't. For me, I always found when I made when I made uh, sales calls, when I stood up, my emo- I was much more emotional and I was really able to convey a higher level of confidence versus when I'm just sitting down. So little tip to start things off, try that, but let's jump right into our topic, which is three line uh, lines of questioning you must use in your sales conversations to be the most impactful you can be. The first line of questioning that is very important to use is, does that make sense? This one is used throughout the entire sales conversation from start to finish where the other two, and we'll get into that after I use more around the end, the end parts of the sales conversation. Now, does that make sense is an extremely powerful question for two reasons. One, again, it's getting that constant reassurance from your prospect and it's also them reassuring themselves that what you are telling them makes sense so mr prospect by optimizing your website what we found is you're actually going to be able to get a better customer and prospect experience the viewing experience and with that it's going to lead to overall increased retention on the customer end and your prospects are going to be more engaged and you're going to actually see a higher conversion ratio of sales Does that make sense? Now, by doing this, they're going to give you one of two answers. One, yes, that makes sense. And what they're doing is a beautiful thing is that they are verifying to you that what you just mentioned to them is making sense. And they're because that their focus and their attention is now is on and you've established this on increasing their sales conversion. What you said again is being verified that what you do, your service makes sense and how you do does it, how you do it 
make sense as well. The next thing they're going to say, and this is very rare, is they're going to say no. And if they say no, you're just going to ask them, what part of it you know, didn't you catch on to? What part of it didn't make sense to you? And, and what they're going to do is you're just going to go back and you're going to have it make sense. Did I, did I cover that? Do you have a little more clarity about that? So a question like that and, and getting your prospect to verbalize that this does make sense to them. So again, what it's doing is one, that verbal reassurance, they're publicly stating to you, they're convincing themselves. And what it what it's also doing is that they're letting you know that they're on the same page with you. They're investing into the conversation, even if it's as, as little as, does that make sense? It makes a big difference between doing that and having those little breaks in the conversation where your prospect is now becoming more engaged when you're just talking, 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 and assuming that your prospect is listening. A simple break in the conversation and just say, does that make sense? Or is this all making sense so far? Is very important to use in your sales conversations because you're going to know whether or not your prospect is on the same page with you. And if they're not, guess what? You've just gave them an opportunity to say, no, let's go. Let's kind of go back. Let's go back a little bit because this here, I'm a little bit fuzzy around. And you'd be surprised how often this can translate into less and fewer objections because if something doesn't make sense and you're just rambling on with your prospect, they're not going to stop you and say, oh, hold on, hold on, go back. They're just going to say, Lat, what you've said doesn't make sense. I, I don't need to waste my time. I'm just going to say I'm not interested or I want to think about it. Whereas if you ask them clear and verbally and you say, is what I'm saying making sense to you so far? And they're saying they're going to say yes. Great verbal confirmation. I'll keep going. Or no, let's go back. Let's touch on this again because I want to be have a little more clarity around this. Perfect. You've got that confirmation. You go back. You make them feel more confident in that area that you're talking about. And then you move on. Is everything sounding good now? Perfect. Move on. Right? So does that make sense? Very, very important to start using in your sales conversation. Now, that's the first one. The second one is, does that sound good? And this is really used most effectively when you're asking your prospect for the sale. It's just a softening question, helpful to make a smooth transition from asking for the sale to eliciting a response from them. To a comparison is, Mr. Prospect, it costs $3,000 to do business with us today. Do you prefer credit or debit? In comparison to Mr. Prospect, Today, it's going to be $3,000. We accept credit or debit card. Does that sound good to you? You can see how the second one by adding, does that sound good? It makes the question less aggressive, a little bit, but less aggressive. And it just, it's a smoother transition again to getting that response from your prospect. It feels less pushier. There's another way that you can actually use this question and it's, when you're transitioning a certain from a certain area, so let's say for example you're you're transitioning from the meeting room to a different environment, or even when you're just framing what the intention is for your strategy session or your meeting with them, what you're gonna do is you're gonna say, here's the plan, then we're gonna do this, this, this. Does that sound good to you? It's perfect because you're getting their verbal confirmation that what you just said sounds good. Small commitments lead to larger commitments. Small yeses lead to bigger yeses when it comes to asking for the sale, of course. And it just allows for a, 
like a, a not an awkward exchange where, look, John, we're just going to go from here to over there, okay? <laughs> it's like using once you get used to using it, it, it feels good. It you, feel, you come across more confident when you do so. The next one is, does that sound fair? Now, this one is so powerful because human beings have a natural propensity to gravitate to what's fair. No one likes, unless you're a sociopath, nobody likes being, one, treated unfairly, or two, treating other people unfairly. Everyone wants what's fair. It's only right. And that's just a natural, again, it's, it's instinctual to every human being. So utilizing this in our sales conversation it carries a lot of weight. That one word, fairness, carries a ton of weight to it. And here's what I mean. So I personally like to use it when overcoming objections. I think it's very powerful. And here's what I mean. So Mr. Prospect, I know you mentioned that it's a little bit over your budget because it is an expensive investment. I agree with you. You also mentioned that the return in the next three months will make it worthwhile. So why don't we move forward on the paperwork today We'll get started, handle everything else, and that way we can move forward on track to have you see that return you're talking about. Does that sound fair to you? And then you wait and you see what happens. But just adding the does that sound fair makes the question, again, so much more powerful and impactful. And the way your prospect internalizes it is from that lens. Everything is really framing. If you frame something right, you're going to have a better response to it. So the way you're framing this is from a fairness standpoint. And because everyone likes to be treated fairly and treat other people fairly, for the most part, it adds a lot of weight to the conversation. And it's you'd be very surprised this type of question can make the difference between a prospect wanting to do business with you or still having to go home and think about it. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back. I think that's the right saying. It's just enough to push you over the cliff well, the cliff, but <laughs> uh, the edge when you're right there. It's very powerful. Another way I like to use the does that sound fair question is a slight variation of it. And it's when your prospect is just not budging at all. They don't want to do business right now. They have to think about it. They don't have the time. They don't have the money. It's just, and they won't budge on it. So I like to sit there and I say, Mr. Prospect, it seems as if this is not a priority to you right now. Is that fair to say? And then you wait and they'll either tell you, no, this is a big priority or yeah, you're right. And if it's not a priority to them right now, it's great that you found that out and maybe in the future. But for the most part, they could say, yeah, you know what? This actually is a big priority to me. Great, John. So, or Mr. Pry, I always use John as the prospect's name, but <laughs> Mr. Prospect if this is a big priority to you, wouldn't you really benefit in getting this handled accordingly now? That way, as we move on, we're able to see that return you're looking for. Just whatever it may be, whatever type of tailor-made question, tailored uh, questioning you want to use to their specific situation, it could be a million different ways, use that. And it's a great way, just resets the conversation because if it is a priority to them, they're going to want to get to they're going to want to address it and and find a solution or find a service that should be in place to either get them to where they want to be as a goal or fix their problem that they're experiencing because priorities things that are most important to us 
we put our attention on. We handle them. We take care of them. We don't push our priorities off. So there's really no such thing as if someone tells you they don't have time, that's a priority dilemma. That just means I have other things that I only have so much time in the day and I have a list of priorities. This does not fall into them. If it did, I'd be focusing on it, right? So it's another, and, it, and, it's, and it's effective. Again, it's very effective because here's the difference in how I mean. To say, look, Mr. Prospect, it just seems as, as if this is not a priority to you. And when you do that, it just comes off a little bit confrontational. Whereas if you just add the, is that fair to say at the end? It's a much softer way. It's a much softer approach and it comes off as more genuine in a nicer way. So look, it seems as if this is not a priority to you. Is that fair to say? And again, that fairness question sets the frame. So your question is viewed from a lens of fairness. And because everyone wants to be treated and treat other people fair, the way your prospect internalizes that question is different than is if you don't ask the fit and if you don't say is that fair so start using when you can and when it's appropriate you don't want to use it at ridiculous times but when it's appropriate you want to integrate it into your sales conversation those were the three start using them all in your sales conversations when you can they are does that sound good does that make sense and is that fair to say or does that sound fair Use this, you're gonna start seeing a boost in your sales. You're even gonna feel more confident doing it because you're gonna get your prospects reassurance. They're gonna be involved in the conversation. Yes, I love it. I love what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. You're gonna feel more confident. You're gonna execute better. Start using it. This has been Sales with Kales. Hope you got some good value. See you next time.